Welcome to Journal Talk, a weekly podcast about journal writing for passion, clarity, and purpose. Passion. Reignite that passion for the things and people you care about most. Clarity. Discover who you are and what you really want. Purpose. Get to the heart of life's issues to remember your divine purpose. And now, here's your host of Journal Talk, Nathan Oren. Welcome to another episode of Journal Talk. I'm Nathan Oren, and with me today is Fiona Fine, publisher of the digital women's magazines, Women Who Run It, and a dating advice e-magazine, How to Put the Fun Back into Dating. She's also an author and a speaker. Fiona, welcome to Journal Talk. How are you? I'm doing great, Nathan. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Super, super. I uh, have to say, I loved chatting with you. I think we met, where was it, Twitter we met? I think so. I think so. I and, a while and back. Lots of great information and insights and a great perspective, very humorous. And then <laughs> when I found out the name of your book, it really caught my attention. So I'll have to highlight that for just a moment. The book is Babe in Total Control of Herself. If you use the acronym, Babe in Total Control of Herself, B-I-T-C-H. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I, I had to know more and I loved what you shared. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, it's funny because as you could imagine, I get quite a reaction if I give the <laughs> acronym um, and or even the long form, the long title of the book, because there's a lot of women that don't even like to be called a babe. And ah, then there's right. a whole bunch of women, oh, guys too, I get quite a reaction of like total control. Mm, don't like that. It, it sounds edgy. And yet for those people that it really resonates with, then I know I'm talking to what I call my tribe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I I appreciate the way you bring it in and getting to know you a little bit. I appreciate the way you bring it into perspective and help people really find their feminine energy, their feminine power, not in a way of squashing anything, um, but as really owning something. Do you want to talk a little bit about your background and and what made you go into this uh, this area? <laughs> well. I am actually trained as a mechanical engineer. I followed in my father's footsteps. As I say, I had a charm childhood until I was 17. Life wasn't perfect, but it was definitely easy, simple. And uh, Mm. I went into engineering following in his footsteps. And so I've been in a man's world of engineering and then information technology and ultimately in what I affectionately call the ball-busting world of corporate recruiting. Mm. So, I have spent a lot of my life in that male world, and I, I find men very simple. And, and that's, I say that with affection, because men are quite simple to understand. I guess I got to the point in my life where a lot of the pieces were not working for me. I was successful in my career. I was making great money, and yet I had pretty much repressed a lot of the feminine energy of myself. I still, I've always looked like, you know, the girl next door, but... I, I had a real, quite an edge to me, and it was caused by a number of car accidents and traumas and things like that. So, my mm-hmm. health was not good. And so, I would have to say that I was probably walking around more with the little B word of energy, little bitch energy. And so, that was not, that was a really tough time in my life. And I tur- decided to turn my mess into a message that 
we as women uh, looking out in the world, we can go from being thought of as the little bee, we can turn ourselves into more of an empowering, you know, capital B-I-T-C-H, which is the babe in total control of herself. Mm-hmm. And so it all came of, it's, it's an evolution of my own mess into a message that stepping into a world that honestly, my life is amazing now, my health has come back, uh, my love life is amazing. I've I've got it definitely much more harmonized than what I was growing up with. Yes. Wow. Wow. Beautiful. That's quite a journey. And I can appreciate that and what it took to get there. Um, do you want to talk just a little bit about women who run it and how to put the fun back into dating? Mm-hmm. So when I was leaving, I had gone into semi-retirement, probably for the second or third time, just because as the economies change, and if you've made money, I got to the point where it's like, really, do I want to hang in and, you know, still do the IT headhunting and things like that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what was happening for me is that I, coming out of semi-retirement, I chose to step into a woman's world, something that has been very unfamiliar to me in dealing in women's communities. And I formed, I founded a company called Goddess Connections, which has these two publications under it. The first one, because I had stepped into having so much fun in my love life and in dating, and the fact that I had been running a coaching program and starting to empower women, the first one was the dating advice site, how to put the fun back into dating. Mm. The premise there that, you know, if we're, if you're not having fun in dating, that's the fun part of things. And we should always be having fun. <laughs> then you're not dating. dating. <laughs> yeah. And we should, oh, a woman always needs to be dated. She always needs to be courted and have that, 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 those pieces of the puzzle. I wanted a larger voice and that's when women who ran it came about, which is for women leaders of all walks of life. How do we keep the women of the world who are self-actualizing, who are going for it, who quite often have one very strong piece of the puzzle, let's call it a three-legged stool, have usually got one piece that they're really pushing hard on. And quite often, if that piece is their career, then it's their health and their vitality that is a problem and or their personal relationships. So, this is what Goddess Connections and I are spending, you know, our energy and our resources and we're creating a a movement for women to step into their best lives. Mm -hmm. And honestly, my mess started the whole thing going Mm -hmm. because I Mm -hmm. had to learn how do I create my best life? How do Mm -hmm. I step into a life that is going to you know, give me the influence and give me the the love of life. Yes, beautiful. And the three areas there, career Mm -hmm. and... Health, fitness, like the health vitality, Mm -hmm. okay? Because I had lost all my, you know, basically I was alive, but I was not vital. Mm. And so, you know, it's that health and that vitality. And then the relationship piece, it could be a family relationship. It could be things that are personal relationships. Mm-hmm. But we're always mm-hmm. looking. We're always looking at how, and this is where the babe in total control of herself book comes into it, and a lot of the mechanisms that I go into with, at like the desire journaling that you and I were talking about. Mm-hmm. How do we step into a harmonized life? Honestly, Nathan, I don't believe in balance any longer. That stool, that that you know, it it it's never going to be perfectly balanced mm. because that means we're not really going for what 
we can be, uh, you know, creating. Mm. There's always going to be one piece that's a little bit stronger than the other, but it's keeping it so that it's not so out of whack that, you know, like Arianna Huffington or myself or thousands of other women I know where we get so driven in one piece that we lose ourselves the others and and the other pieces we wake up and we're like wow you know mine was car accidents ariana's is you know she had to get her mouth wired shut because she you know dropped it dropped in the in the kitchen Mm -hmm. so i and i of course am following in the footsteps of great women you know Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. danielle laporte has been a huge influence her desire map has really come about in how i use that in my own practice and and and, you know always being able to tweak it Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. i love also what you said fiona about the teachings of abraham through esther Mm. hicks uh i i've always kept that a little bit of a secret that i that i enjoyed those uh (laughs) she wrote two books and several i think they were audio tapes at one point and then they turned into a a video series that she had um she had a lot going on and her husband supported her all through it that that was a very powerful and i don't know how many of my audience really knows about the teachings of abraham Mm. it's a, a little bit you know on the fringe because it's a uh, she claims to be channeling this uh, spirit a, a group of spirit guides uh, that kind of speak to her in one voice but what she says I uh, forget about how the message comes to her for a moment <laughs> yes uh, the what she says is so powerful and so amazing and it it's you know comes back to that age old law of attraction do you want to talk a little bit about you know some examples of that and how you use that Mm-hmm. Well, you know, being trained as an engineer, and and most guys in my life, most of my best friends have been guys, and you know, so I have a fairly logical, non low drama aspect to me. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I like it sort of simple and easy, the easy button, like a lot of guys do. And but I was struggling with how did I tap into what I really wanted in the way of goals, and you know, I would set these insane goals. And yet, I had no way to figure out how to live well in the accomplishing of the goal. So, it was actually my naturopath. And I swear I've been with my naturopath now for probably 20 years. Mm. And she is my one of my guides. And she has introduced me to all of these great practitioners. And as you say, Esther Hicks channeling Abraham, the law of attraction and it's it's been tough because initially I'm like, really? That ain't going to work. <laughs> so, you know, it has really, I'm a tough nut to, to crack open. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's really understanding, okay, everything I've been doing has not been working. Maybe we'll give this a shot. Right, right. And, and how can I, you know, now I'm at the point of like, how can I save men and women from having to go through it the hard way, you know, type of thing. So, law of attraction for me is is that my th- and conversations with God. Okay, yes. that's another big book. That, yes. And I'm not a religious person. I, I'm not. I swear like a trooper. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> irreverent in a whole bunch of pe- theses like this. But when I was in my toughest physical issues. Uh, you know, this book was just the light that started to open it up and give me a, a different 
outlook to at least envision what life could look like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, my mind and my my ego mind, as I call it, is for all of us, it's so powerful a muscle. It is what gets exercised more quite often than anything else in our bodies. Mm. And our minds are just so desperate to latch on to things and try and control the game that when you know, conversations with God as as a series, uh, the Esther Hicks series of asking it is given, law of attraction. These are all showing a completely different way to shed light into our lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it is, it feels like woo-woo stuff until, until it starts to kind of until it starts true. working. Yeah, yeah until, until it starts it true and you think, wow, uh, I didn't do anything. I still, you know, I'm action-oriented, but I, I just am always saying to women, you know, just you're like a rheostat. Just try and keep yourself tuned at the the warm to hot, to the happy, to the joyful, to the, the you know, knowing what your desires are type of thing. Mm-hmm, and so, mm-hmm. love attraction for me is not just, you know, sit on the couch and, and navel gaze and it's going to happen. Yet, it is a foundation that says, if I can quote, and I'll use the word control because I still think that way, if I can control my thoughts, the universe opens up. Mm, mm. Okay, so if I can, if I, if I hear myself or if I hear my, my, you know, my clients talking a certain way, I'll go, how do we reframe that? How do we give it some lightness? How do we give it some, a different perspective? And that was where the desire journaling came in mm-hmm. to, to, okay. to pieces. And I hear it very faintly. And I think what you're saying, especially when you couch the word controlling like, like you did, and it's not that we have to apply pressure. It's not that we have to force our way through. It's not that we have to twist ourselves. It uh, starts with being aware. Mm-hmm. And just Actually. in acknowledging that this is where we're at and and asking the great questions, what can we do? How can we shift this? Where is this going? What do I need? I love that subtlety you bring to it. I'm sure I'm sure we'll get deeper into that. Thanks for listening to Journal Talk. This episode is sponsored by EasyJournaling.com. Easy Journaling is the only website focused on digital journaling, serving a growing audience looking for the best journal app, online journaling tools, and the best digital journaling practices. Check out www.easyjournaling.com and receive a free download of The Three Things You Should Know Before Starting a Digital Journal. And now, back to more Journal Talk. Super. My guest on Journal Talk today is Fiona Fine, and we've been talking about lots of great things. And Fiona, one thing I wanted to ask you about the about this, you know, coming from this man's world and learning the hard way, going through all that you did and and the automobile accidents, having suffered through what you did and put yourself back together in a way that you are stepping into and helping other people step into women, especially into their power and understanding themselves and and a real strength in the world and in, in what they want. Tell me, you know, you, and I know that your audience is women. Tell me your philosophy Mm. about how women and men get along and how, and how they uh, work together. Well, interestingly enough, when I'm, Uh, actually interviewing quite often it's the guys that are talking you know either through twitter or something like that 
I come from, I guess, partly a place of my own mess of pointing fingers out at the world, blaming the world. Mm. And I still see that with uh, a fair number of women, that it's like we're, we're so busy blaming somebody else that really we're not seeing that there are three fingers pointing back at us when we're <laughs> wagging our fingers at, you know, you or something. Mm-hmm. And so, I maybe come at it a slightly different way of trying to change men. I, I may be looking to assist women in stepping into their better, their best lives by looking at their own pieces so that they can live, enjoy, and, and happier lives and things like that. And it is not that men don't don't need to quote change if if you know they want to. But we can't change anybody but ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so I really look at it and say in any kind of a relationship or something like that, each individual must take, in my opinion, 100% accountability for the whole relationship. Wow. Mm-hmm. So every time I am always reminded of how much my, my naturopath has taught me, uh, you know, the whole you complete me. Uh, by Jerry Maguire. Yes. That just drives me absolutely <laughs> insane. And so I always remember my naturopath taking her two hands and making a circle with her fingers and her thumb. And she brought the two hands together. And she said, if you take these two circles and you just let, you know, the fingertips touch, that looks like an infinity sign. Mm. But if you take them and you try and make them to become one, that is a zero. Okay, mm, and so mm. she, you know, that has stuck in my mind. She ha- always has to give me analogies. Words are one thing, but when she gives me a visual, again, I can pull that visual up when I need to, to say, okay, wait a minute, am I creating zero or am I creating infinity? That's a, I love that it's not only visual, it's visceral, you know, with yes, the, you yeah. really see it and feel it with your body, yeah. And and another one that she gave me was, if you want to have water in the palm of your hand, stick it under a tap and just keep your palm open and let the tap run. Mm. The minute you squeeze your fingers tightly, you've got no water in your palm. So what I, again, viscerally and mentally, when I'm thinking of what do I desire, sometimes I have to pry my fingers open because they're tightening up and they're getting that that real hard controlling aspect. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I've got nothing. You know, if you peeked inside, there's no water in my palm. (laughs) My job as a human being is to leave my palm as open as receiving as possible Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that, you know, we're back at the law of attraction, that I can receive all of the water. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, because law of attraction says there is no limiting factor. We Mm -hmm. are the limiting factor. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, uh, you know, your message is clear and crisp as a as though you were talking to me, a man, you know, as just seems like it's just as appropriate for men mm-hmm. as it is yes. for women. I'm sure you've heard that before. Yes. Uh, and I think that's wonderful. It's a breath of fresh air to find, uh, you know, a feminist who doesn't hate men, <laughs> but but seeks to really find the commonalities. And as you're helping women, you're actually you're actually doing the same thing for me, at least I'll speak for myself. Mm-hmm. Great. Fiona, can you walk us through some of the desire journaling mechanics, or or should I use the word mechanic? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. And it's funny, I do think of it as a mechanism. 
Uh-huh, you know, you can uh-huh. really see that I come from that logical piece. I needed mechanisms. I didn't need just words and affirmations. Mm-hmm. I needed things I could do that was going to shift my outlook, shift my, you know, that rheostat was going to sort of start to, I always say to my guys when it's when it's something to do with sex, but I always say you can never let a woman go cold. We're <laughs> rheostats, you guys are switches, but, you know, we have so much going on that if we get cold, we don't, we don't just switch to hot right away. We got to be cranked back up again. My job as a woman and what I hope to give both to men and women is the mechanisms that keep us from sliding into the cold and keep us dialing it to warm, to hot, to passionate Mm -hmm, type mm -hmm. of thing. So, desire journaling is a mechanism. It came about, I did start by just journaling you know, and it was messy and it was raw and it was cranky. And this was 20 years ago. <laughs> sort of like, course, is it, you mean just sort of like, just like my life. Yeah. Free form. Yep. And, but I was angry. Uh, you know, I was in angst. I had a pain body connection that was not working and I had discombobulated between the mind, body and soul. So that showed up if you saw an old journal. What I want to do is say, okay, if that's where somebody already is, then, okay, that's where you are. That is in the engineering terms. That is your as-is situation. Mm -hmm. What we want to do is we want to look at your to-be situation. What do we want you to become? Mm. And so, take a journal practice. And then what I wanted to do was overlay it on the, and it's a combination of the ask and it is given from Esther Hicks and the Daniela Port's desire map, which is how do I feel now? Okay, so that might be cranky, but then the next piece is how do I want to feel? And that's where, mm. the, you know, if one can start to say, okay, I've been writing, you know, for five minutes on how I feel and it's all messy and and not so pretty. How do I want to feel? How do I shift the energy from the mess to some lightness? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. What do I desire to have happen in my life? What will help feed the desired feelings? Mm -hmm. And you can see, have you read the desire book, by the way, Nathan? No. The desire map? No? No. I'm familiar with the other one, but not the desire map. Mm -hmm. She's, it's very powerful. And, you know, between those two, that's how my desire journaling mechanism came about. I see. How do I feel now? Number two is how do I want to feel so that you're shifting it to the hot, hotter section. Mm-hmm, you may mm-hmm. still be lukewarm mm-hmm. and, and stream it, you know, without censoring it, but focusing more on how I want to, how I'm looking forward to feeling. I, I'm looking forward to feeling happy in my relationship. I'm looking forward to enjoying going to work. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. desire to feel this way, you know, when my children are in my presence. Mm-hmm. Okay. And being careful, I imagine, Fiona, not to complain about it. Like, boy, I wish I could feel this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's you're, now you're slipping back into the cold, the A section of how do I feel now. Right, right. And so, mm-hmm. it's always sort of go, okay, that's how I used to feel. Mm-hmm, and this is, again, mm-hmm. where asking is, is given talks about where we are on the emotional scale. All we're looking for every day or anytime somebody is journaling is that lightness a couple of steps up, a couple of notches mm-hmm, towards mm-hmm. The, the, the light, to the, towards the love. 
And then once I got used to how do I want to feel and how do, what do I desire to have happen, mm-hmm. I didn't really spend much time, and I try and encourage the people who are doing a lot of it, you don't have to spend a lot of time on how I feel now. It's like you saying, <laughs> my wife keeps doing this, this, and this, and I, as your best friend, listening to you rant about what she's doing as a coach, as, as what I do, my job is to gently say, Nathan, it's not what she's doing. It's how do you feel? How do you want to feel? How do we move you past this? Mm. Because then we're taking that, you know, that wagging of the finger out mm-hmm. and we're looking at the three fingers that are pointing back in and going, okay, it isn't about what they're doing. It isn't what's happening in my life. How do I want to feel? Mm-hmm. I don't feel it now. How do I want to feel? And so then the third piece is moving each time that you do a desired journal. What do I appreciate that is already in my life? So, this yes. solidifies the desire and it connects it to the mind, body, soul. Some people will call it a gratitude journal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, again, I'm getting into the real subtleties. I Gratefulness means that there's an energy for me, that I'm grateful for you asking me to be on your show means that mm, maybe my life wasn't perfect before. Right. And you've made it better as opposed to, I appreciate that you've Ah. asked it and I am already great without it. I see. I see. Very subtle, but so powerful. Wow. can be. Yeah. Yeah. So subtle and and yet so true. So true. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Thank you for that. And I'm Certainly, you've, you've brought to mind for me a few areas of my life where, yeah, I could, I could certainly spend a little more time talking about where I want to be and in a acknowledging of places where I, I am happy and what I am doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, th- those are great things. And defining it in positive desires and wants as opposed to, I want a new house. <laughs> it, because, uh, trust me. Oh, gosh, Nation, I have said, you know, I want a house, I want a barn. Guess what? I ended up buying a house that looked like a barn. You have to be kind of careful about what you put out. And and I was miserable in this house that looked like a barn. So, the thing is, you know, not not about the house. It was about how do I want to feel in a new home, you know, or in a barn or something. And again, you know, this is a theme that you've mentioned this a couple of times, but taking the responsibility for your own part of it, rather than, you know, the external, you know, whether it's the spouse that's complaining, or the way my house looks, or, you know, those things are going to be those things, those things are going to be the way they are. What is the emotional state that I would like to experience with those things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love and it. How we can how we can really up our vibrational, I mean, this is it, most people do not really know that for you or me that, you know, I am a bit of a woo-woo person because it has changed my life. (laughs) You know, people look at me and go, really, you're talking kind of woo-woo here. (laughs) Yet, I'm okay because my life is like, you know, a thousand times better than when I don't. So, and I I am very clear. I am not out to change the world. I just want to play in a great world. So, the Mm. more people that are playing at a great level of energy and desire and attention and awareness. And, you know, when I am happy as an individual, when you are happy as an individual, the people around us are happier. Yes. Yeah. I believe that. So, that radiates out. 
Yes, great. Fiona Fine, thank you so much for this time. Can you please share how can we get in touch with you? How can people learn more about you? Is there something that you have able to offer the Journal Talk listeners? Mm, well, uh, definitely, I am on social media. My Twitter handle is at Fiona underscore fine. The website www.fionafine.com is another way. Okay. And uh, we have been able to put the actual book in digital format, and it is right now available for anybody that wants to pick up a copy at www.babeintotalcontrolofherself.com. Great. And funnily enough, I've had a lot of guys that are going, oh my gosh. I really like, you know, to be able to share this with my girlfriend and my wife. And and I say, okay, but you must promise to share it with love. Yes. Not, hey, you need to read this because you're broken. Right, right. Well, and it should come with an instruction in the in the chapter one somewhere that it this does. whoever it does. whoever's giving this to whoever read yeah. needs to read it themselves. Yes, and they do. They do because it it really let's face it, you know, the mind of a woman is, is, can be a little complicated. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of things going. So, <laughs> but babe in total control of herself.com is where everybody can get a copy of the book. And then Great. I'm reachable on social media at Fiona fine, Fiona underscore fine. Super. Thank you very much. And by the way, the comment about the girl next door, you are a gorgeous girl next door. I would not say that you are the average girl next door. <laughs> you never heard me swear. <laughs> I'm telling you, people go, wow, you're like George Clooney when you open your mouth. <laughs> I can be, you know, and it's because I grew up with men, but it, yeah. So thank you very much. Yes. But I have to I have to warn people. That's why it's babe in total control of herself. <laughs> yes, yes. Very good. Well, I enjoyed uh, talking with you. I hope the uh, Journal Talk listeners get in touch with you. And uh, thank you for your time, Fiona. Oh, it's been a delight. Thank you so much. You bet. This episode of Journal Talk is copyright and brought to you by Right for Life a web resource for living with passion, clarity, and purpose through journal writing. Find us online at www.writeforlife.us spelled W-R-I-T-E, the number four, L-I-F-E dot U-S. Thanks again for listening to Journal Talk. Journal Talk.